All right, all right, all right. We are going live in five, four, three, two, one. Yo, 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 tell me what you know. Welcome to the Sunshine Show. Woo! Tonight, I have a very special guest for you all. The most amazing, the most fabulous, the most bully of them all, Justin Kier, former drummer of OTAP. <laughs> What's up, Justin? What's good? Hey, the current tour manager of the fucking raddest goddamn up and coming band, Fire from the Gods. Yeah, so I just kind of moved a little. I shuffled, you know, you got to stay on your fucking feet. A man with multiple hats has multiple fucking jobs at all times. So as soon as I got done playing drums, I wanted to learn a bit, a bit about the business side of things. And I had some very good friends offer me uh, tour managing fire from the gods. And that was like, uh, that's my next thing. That's what I'm doing currently right now. Awesome. So what has that been like during this past year? Amazing. Uh, one of the, fuck, I, it, uh, I can't, it's inspiring, uh, different, like a whole different world, man, because the business side of things is, uh, is, is more complicated, you know, so you're, you're controlling a lot of people. You're controlling the dynamic. I actually went hundred percent sober. So I, I usually have a couple cocktails or smoke some weed and shit. I dropped all the cocktails. I dropped all the weed. I went fucking sober for the whole thing because, uh, our first tour was with uh, five finger death punch. So like that was, that was my first introduction into tour managing, uh, five finger death punch arena, fucking tours, catering every night, just mind blowing. So you want to be on your fucking a game. So that way you get, you know, you impress some people and apparently I impressed some people not to toot my own fucking horn, but the manager, the tour manager for fire from the God said, this motherfucker was the best tour manager that she met in two years of fucking tour manager. And that was my first shit. Yes, Hi. this motherfucker yeah. is the tour manager of all tour managers. Yeah. So anybody yeah. else looking for a tour manager, you have found the guy right here. Woo! Yep. And I and then the second tour was in Europe. So usually you gotta have some fucking tours under your belt, tour managing in Europe. They threw me right under the fucking bus and we came out unscathed. Came out on top. One of the sickest fucking European tours I've ever been a part of. Sold out shows all over with a band called The Who. It's a Mongolian uh, folk rock and roll metal band. Just amazing, amazing dudes. Made some real serious from, uh, family out of this fucking tour. And then uh, basically March 16th, I landed home and I've been home ever since. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, not to bust anybody's bubble though, because tonight is going to be a fun-filled hour of tour stories of of all kinds of amazing commentary from our new and amazing host, Lorraine. Woo -woo! Hi guys. Introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Hi, I'm Lorraine. Um, I'm from New York, uh, where I was a photographer for the past seven, eight years. And then COVID happened. So now I'm hitting the road and hanging out with my girl here in Santa Cruz. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, dude. Drinking 14 percenters. Don't forget drinking 14 percenters right there. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Dude, Justin, so for anybody that may not know about you, can you give us a little bit about your background? Uh, been playing drums since like 16. I started touring at 17 and I just uh, never looked back. Uh, drums were my thing, drums drums, ran my life. I'm from a small town in Colorado. 
uh, moved to California, moved to Hollywood, uh, did Hollywood for like six years, made some incredible, incredible contacts out there, uh, which got me into the OTEP gig. Uh, and just, I don't know, just kind of made music mine. I, I got told a lot that I wasn't going to do anything, you know. Uh, so I just laughed in, in the face of all these uh, naysayers and just kept persevering, kept going, kept going, kept going. There was never any, I just, I just thought, you know, if I could fucking keep on pushing myself, I'm going to make this fucking rock tumble down the hill, you know, like, and eventually it did. I kept my name clean. I kept wholesome. I didn't want to go out there. I didn't want to be a rock star. I didn't want to, uh, I wanted to be a fan. I'm a fan of music. I just wanted to just to enjoy this life and like this, this experience. And it didn't really, it didn't happen to me until 30, like fulfilling these crazy like tours and, I got to go to Australia and do all these things. Like I was touring in a Penske van, a three-seater Penske van with a drum seat in the center and, and like a fucking, a small Jeep Cherokee and just doing some, some horrible fucking touring, man. Sleeping, <laughs> sleeping in the death seat of a 15-seater, of a which is between the seats. Like there's a spot where a skinny guy could fucking sit all the way down in between a, And you know that if that thing crashes, you're fucking destroyed. You're dead. You're kaput. You're not going to, you're not going to survive, but doing like nine people tours in a in a 15 seater with all the gear in there uh just just uh so I've, I've been touring a long time uh and drums were my passion drums drums got me to to i guess where i am right now as tour manager uh i just never stopped that was the whole focus never fucking stopped when when the band like the otep thing uh got kiboshed I just kept going I kept on my motivation was like okay this next thing you know you got to get this next thing and like tour managing was always in the back of my head so I was like fuck okay let's let's hone this in let's let's make this play let's fucking make a bass right now I'm making this son of a bitch you know and it got destroyed a few times but eventually because I just kept working it uh it fucking came to fruition and like and now like it, it you know co coronavirus hit and uh I can't like a lot of, there was a lot of like downtime and a lot of uh, depression and a lot of stuff, but I really like honed in on that last year and, and how much effort I put into making the next step. And like, that got me through the, the, the depression and, the, and the, the bad, like those moments of so many people were telling me about how, oh, I, I can't go to shows and I, I wish I could see shows. And these are the same people that I would fucking tell about shows or sitting on a goddamn couch all the time, you know? And now they're fucking telling me this guy who sunk his whole fucking life into music about how they're missing shows and shit. I'm like, well, fuck, man, you could have gone to all those fucking real cool shows that you were offered to. So that kind of also fueled my like blissfulness of, you know, uh, I had a really great year uh, tour managing and, and taking it to the next level, taking it to the next step of music. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's me in a nutshell. I love pizza and horror movies, and uh, I love tattoos. You know? <laughs> I smoke hella weed. And this moment is brought to you by Raw. If you don't use Raw Papers, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Lorraine says, what's your favorite pizza topping? Oh, fuck. I'm an old, I like pepperoni, probably. But I'm, I'm like, I like it all. So I'll eat a combo. I'll eat, a, I'll eat fucking pepperoni and pineapple because I'm not an over-opinionated asshole that wants to tell people what the fuck to do, okay? <laughs> eat the fucking pineapple. If you like it, you should fucking enjoy it. There's like, there's like an anti-pineapple pizza movement, which I just, I'm, I'm fucking, I don't even get it. 
It's mind blowing. Uh, everyone says opinions are like assholes. I'm like, well, you never show your fucking asshole. So why are you showing your opinions so much? You know, like, <laughs> well, keep that thing in your pants. Well said, well said. Uh, what's up, everybody out in Facebook land? Mike Torn, Lindsay, Megan, Angela Boyer is in the house. What's, what's up, up, Angela? Um, so let's talk a little bit about how jazz influenced you um, as a player. Jazz? Oh man, well, Buddy Rich, you know, Buddy Rich. That's that's just the that's the dude. I would say more groove uh, groove oriented drummer was my my thing. The swing of things really uh, it took a left with me. So the groove, I was more into pocket playing that that real consistent timing. Um, but Buddy Rich, huge Buddy Rich fan, you know, I was always into that dude, Miles Davis, all these, you know, there's just some, some guys out there that inspire, uh, but yeah, I'd say more groove oriented. So who my groove oriented masters were like, oh, fuck. I couldn't even tell you right now because you got me on the spot. <laughs> uh, well, I've known you for a while. Um, We've actually been able to work together over the years. Um, Probably one of the only people that met you, huh? I, I really know this lady. Yeah. Really, we really know each other. <laughs> so I know sort of your history and how your mom really helped you and would drive you to like your music lessons and really encouraged you to, you know, do everything that you did. And I know that you played jazz for a long time before you transitioned into other genres. Yeah, so that was more uh, quartet stuff, like Beach Blanket, blanket Babylon. It, it was more just filling in, uh, swinging with people. I did um, I did the Wizard of Oz in Los Angeles, which is another quartet. Uh, so the swing stuff was all there, but to really, to be in like a big band jazz ensemble, I was never, uh, never a full part of anything like that, but definitely into some other outside ensembleism uh yeah jazz was just uh it still is fucking complicated piece of goddamn equipment you know like <laughs> yeah it's a serious it piece of equipment it is very serious it's very yeah. serious um and i know that we connected because we both kind of grew up playing jazz together um so yeah fucking that's where you know i think it's teaches people to be very disciplined from the get-go um but also transitioning into other genres you also oh, have sure. to be disciplined because you have to like hold back you know you can't just be like boom 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 you know walking all over the the place and take the baseline for a walk and keep that symbol splashy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah did uh what's up jensen bug jay lane don mcdaniel in the house thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight um, so you said you like to watch horror movies. One or two. One or two. Here, let's see if this thing comes up. I just got some fucking, a couple of new pieces. I don't know if it shows. Oh, my God. Oh, sick. I'm Mike Myers. I got a <gasps> couple of little guys right there. Oh my God. Is that killer? My whole, my whole leg is just fucking horror movies. I got a... Evil Dead, uh, Tales from the Crypt, the chick from uh, Fright Night, Mike Myers. I got a American Werewolf in London, and I got a fucking killer clowns from outer space, bro. 
Santa Cruz right there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I was just talking to um, this other guy earlier this week or last week, and um, he asked me what my favorite horror movies were, and I said, uh, first one was Killer Clowns by Outer Space, and he got so pumped and happy about it. That movie ruined. That's like the fucking epic. That's the one. Mine is actually House. Ding dong, you're dead. What? Yeah, there's this fucking, it's like a comedy horror film, but for some reason it fucking tossed me as a kid. I still get, like, if I have a nightmare, it's usually the pretense of this person, like, has a lingering fucking hold on my head. There's a part where this she like drops some shotgun shells over the table and then this beautiful woman pops back up and she's like this purple fucking demon. I don't even know why they did that. And she's got like this voice and shit. Yeah, and she's coming after him. Fucked me up. Fucked me up. And then he cuts her up into fucking pieces. <laughs> fucking hacks this bitch. Oh, it's I don't even it's like a comedy. It's like a Dan Aykroyd movie or something like that. Some funny ass shit. Have you seen That's have you seen Parasite? That Korean yeah. dude, I fucking dig that movie big time. Have you seen it? No. It's really good. I'm much more. Yes. Happy. I think I want to check out that one that he's talking about, though. I like the Yeah, super old. It's it's classic. It's super fucking old school movie. Uh, House, Ding Dong, You're Dead. And there's like several of them. They came out with a few of them. Ding Dong, You're Dead. Woo! <laughs> Let's see, I told him that Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Lost Boys, um, and Pan's Labyrinth were like my top three choices. There you go. Um, that. What's up, Wiz Fire? Mama Lane in the house. What's up, Lisa McCroy? No, McCrory. Sorry if I'm missing McCrory. That's the homegirl right there. Yeah, you got to throw uh, Dead Alive in that shit. Most fake blood used in any fucking horror movie to date, and that movie was made in the fucking 80s. Oh, the fucking goddamn uh, lawnmower scene where they're just odds, or the fucking when the mom turns into this absolute catastrophe of a fucking monster and blows up and just gallons. It's so fucking. It's the best movie. It's the best for blood and gore and just absolute fuckery. Um. Oh my god. Oh, have you seen the new one that came out? It's um it's with a bunch of like stuffed puppets um like at a pizza place. What is it called? One night at Willie's or Fuck, no. And it has Nicolas Cage. Oh. My god. oh. <laughs> is he yeah. Nicolas Cage is like real iffy in my acting. Like I'm usually not a hater on actors and that guy sucks so bad. He's like fucking horrible. They need to pull the plug on that guy. Well, he doesn't yeah. talk in the whole movie. He doesn't have any oh. lines. Okay, that's that might be enjoyable. <laughs> Does he have a mask on too, like a bag over his fucking head or something? <laughs> just got a weird walk to him too, like you know, you're just like fuck. It's him. It's Cage. I could tell from his backside. From his backside, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. It was actually a pretty enjoyable movie, but it mixed like the whole comedy and like horror element. If that's what you I love, love that shit. Like Shaun of the Dead, all those fucking things. Uh, Jay absolutely agrees with you. He says Cage is garbage. Okay. See? Fucking it right. He's just junk. Keanu Reeves all the fucking way. Just chuck Cage in the garbage. Big ups, Keanu. Keanu fucking redeemed himself completely with those fucking movies, dude. You know what I mean? 
Those are full action packed fucking movies. I can't wait for the next one. It's like number four or whatever. John Wick number 76. I'm ready for it. Uh, Jay says, I wish Steven Seagal was Nicolas Cage. It's a fair opportunity. Or like, bring John claude Van Damme back, kicking fucking ass and taking names, you know? Like, what the fuck? No, they just preserved Nicolas Cage. Well, you know, you either love him or you hate him. There's not him. in between. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Don says, I just like the sax guy in The Lost Boys. That's kind of true. I mean, he is a very sexy sax man. He's just swinging his fucking sax all around, too. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, you, you're swinging the sack. Your sack is out. Your sack's all up. You're fully sacked. Dude's just glistening in the fucking... It's not even light out. He's just got a sheen on him, you know? You fucking it step too close to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Step too close to me, you're gonna get a sunburn. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, I love that those movies are actually filmed in Santa Cruz too. So of course, I have sort of been like an affinity towards them, but they were already like my favorite movies. So yeah, and then you just find out you're like, oh wait, those were right here and here and here and here. I know. I What's know. that? There's like a surf movie too that fucking they ate at the Paradise Pizza right there. What is that? Mavericks? Chasing Mavericks. Chasing the, Mavericks. The Jay Mor Moriarty story. Jay Moriarty, yeah. You know, I always thought Mavericks was that fucking lighthouse, and it's totally not. It's way further down. <laughs> <laughs> I was 38 years old when I figured that out, you know? <laughs> um, funny, funny little story. The first, when me and Alan moved into this house, 10 years ago, he had just gotten out of the hospital. The day we moved in, they were shooting that movie on the cliff, okay? And so they had all this like fake graffiti and like all these props and like Gerard Butler was like just walking around, you know, with his like whole crew. And there was like big catering, like trash nice. and shit. It was really cool. Did you get any of that catering? That sweet fucking catering? You know, I didn't, but I did get a picture of Gerard Butler and I didn't even know who it was. I just took a picture because everybody else was taking pictures of him. It's a good, hey, it's a good motto to follow. You know what I mean? You're doing it, I'm doing it. Let's rock. Um, Jay says, can, Justin, can you please do an impersonation of the Otep singer? That fucking metal chick scream gets me every time. <laughs> I don't I don't know man I don't fucking sing I you don't sing Justin you look like the type of person that would like fucking scream when you're really pissed yeah I pro well that's a whole different story there my friend you know what I mean we're in a happy mode right now so let's <laughs> keep it there but yeah there's like a vein that comes out of my fucking forehead and it's a whole you, thing hey Gemini huh Come on. Yeah, 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 we, we both Gemini's. Uh, you already know. <laughs> Don't get that other side out because it's not a fun one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not a fun one. We got David Pistorius in the house. What is up, David? Yeah, the homie. I love that man. Oh, God. Spent some good nam time with him. Did you guys ever get to jam? No. Unfortunately, because nam is a tight fucking closed circuit so like to get a bass player and a drummer to do some at the same time most people are highly frowning on that they're like no uh and he lives in fucking florida he does or, he used to come I out to cali fuck i don't know is he are you still in florida is he still in florida 
I believe, David, are you still in Florida? I think he's still in Melbourne. Okay, so we heard today, mm. Lorraine, tell me what, tell me the news about Florida. What yeah, you apparently, I have a friend who's moving to Florida, and I asked him, why Florida? And he says there's, there's no income tax. Is that true? In Florida. There's no income tax. My yeah. people of Florida, are yeah. do you pay you income tax? <laughs> David Pastores, do Hold you on. pay Let income tax? Let me make sure that that's what he said. But hmm. I'm and then he said something else. I think uh, I think Texas is like that too, though. Isn't Texas something you don't pay fucking something? Yeah, no, Maybe. I don't know. Because here in Cali, here- You pay everything. Here in Cali, I pay like man, quadruple Dude. fucking income tax. I'm pretty sure I'm like thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, in back income tax that I owe. Why? Because my mom did my income tax let me tell you and boy i hope you're not watching right now ma i love you but boy they sure did do an audit and that oh like thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Like to donate to my income tax fund <laughs> yeah, start a gofundme everyone else is doing it you know what i mean <laughs> go buy some merch from my etsy shop okay i do yeah, accept well. paypal and venmo and any other kind of money either gofundme or an only I mean, I would- OnlyFans. I hear people are making like $72,000 a fucking month on Preston, OnlyFans. tell us about your OnlyFans because I heard really good reviews about it. <laughs> My OnlyFans is popping all the time. Basically what I'm doing is just uh, weird, weird insertions. So oh, I can't say too much, Wait, but just know it's a family fun event. Bring the kids, line up your wives and daughters, put them all real close to the fucking video. You know what I mean? And just be ready for the war. Yeah, it's a it's a real good time. I'm basically making like ten G's a, a week. No big deal. Damn. Well, you've yeah. got to teach us the ways at some point and let us know how we too. Maybe you could offer a course mm. in how to like operate a successful OnlyFans. I, I might be able to. I might be able to. For ten ninety nine a month, you too can learn how to run an OnlyFans from Justin Kier. Yes. <laughs> I think, it'll, I think it, I mean, we have all, so nothing but good so, ideas here on this. Screenshot. That, that's the fucking, that's the, you know, ah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Screenshot. Boom. <gasps> fucking market that shit. Slap it on a box. And give it a guarantee. They're buying this shit. I guarantee, you know what I mean? Fucking send it to Mexico. No! Oh! Yeah, get us across the countries. Oh my God. Um, what about Gwar? How do you feel about Gwar? Have you seen them live? What do you feel about their stage show? I have not seen live. Doom, 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 doom. Lowrider. You know what oh, I mean? I'm, I'm not, wait, I'm messing up band names. What's the band that dresses up in like Gwar? Gwar. Yeah. And then they shoot. I thought movies. you said war. Yeah, them. fuck yeah. War's the shit. Have I seen them live? Many a time. I hung out with them. Uh, so I know a dude who owns like a marijuana cigarette company that now is turned into California Finest. You might have heard of this dude. So Scott is huge in, into like promoting bands and shit. He's got uh, he's got war on his fucking CBD thing. So they own like a CBD cigarette line. And uh, I fucking plug Scott and war together. It's pretty no, sweet. Man. I was hanging out on the side stage at an aftershock festival and fucking just having a blast out of my just and they saw it and they were like this good they fucking fed me to like some fucking weird shit the fucking snake thing i fucking went in yeah it was awesome pretty much shit i came out super drenched in fucking uh blood or 
semen or I don't fuck, you know, some shit. I'm pretty sure I got pregnant. I came back out. I had a baby. Uh, name's Hulk Hogan. What do you think a band like that that has such an extensive stage show, what kind of work ethic do you think these guys have to have? Because you see them on stage and you'd think that these dudes wouldn't give a fuck about anything, right? But oh, it's no, probably, that's, that's it's a probably, tight knit. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it takes a lot of dedication to put on For something sure. like that. So let's yeah. talk about work ethic a little bit. 100% dedication. And to put those fucking things on, those are not light costumes in any way, shape, or fucking form. Those are, and they're they're doing all the interviews. They're, it's it's the whole day in those fucking things, you know? Like, so yeah, the work ethic is insane. Just think of most people don't even want to fucking wear normal clothes out, you know? Let alone be there. You know, they're just like, I don't want to fucking hang out with fans. Oh, I don't want to do these interviews. Oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, fuck, you got the best job in the fucking world and you're complaining? These dudes are out there and Full fucking bandito suits, head to toe, fucking Halloween, 24 hours a day, seven days a fucking week, 50 pound stilettos with a fucking 75 pound hammer, shooting fucking thousands of gallons of semen and blood all over the place. Yeah, that's pure dedication, 100%. Uh, there's another band from Santa Cruz that does that same thing. They're fucking sick. Terror. Oh. <laughs> The so amazing i can't believe i can't uh think of their name right now they're they're from like pennsylvania they they pretend oh they're from like pennsylvania they do fucking accents and shit they're they they're from santa cruz and they do the same thing they go to they go on tour with war a fucking lot they put on the crazy shit they do all the cool stuff renee says culo uh boca cool. cool. It's cool. cool. G G H O U L. Is that? No, Kula de, Kula Boca. It's a chick punk oh, rock. Cool. <laughs> I was like, is he telling us to shut our mouths and spit? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a chick punk rock band, Kula Boca. Lisa says you don't wear clothes. Laugh out loud. Only pants when you play. That's very true. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not even wearing those. You know what I mean? I like to keep it, you know, spontaneous. I might spontaneously combust back there, so I always want to. I don't want to have too much shrapnel in my pockets, you know? Spinal <laughs> tap. <laughs> oh my God. Lynn says she loves your energy. You're fucking intense and she really likes it. I hear that a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it's good, you know, but thank you. I hear that from chicks. They're like, wow, you're intense. And then I don't get the call back. And I'm like, fuck, I guess maybe I shouldn't be so intense, you know? Like, my it's bad. It's Gemini, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm fucking 100%. I go full bore, you know what I mean? Since day one, people thought I'd change. They're like, you're fucking almost 40. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going. Energizer bunny. Somebody stuck a fucking quarter in my thing and pulled my string and I just have not ran dry. <laughs> and oh, I smoke yeah. so much weed. It's not, it's not. Oh man, good fucking times for sure. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Let's talk about some of the music you listen to that people wouldn't expect or assume that you listen to. Is there any like Britney Spears or like oh. some Winona Judd? That's my, my fucking secret is Danity Kane. That's my secret fucking song. Do, <laughs> do you got a first aid kit handy? Can you? Oh, dude, that shit like makes me pop instantly. What? What? You know, I'll fucking shake my butt. 
I fucking love that song for some reason. Like the Danity Kane shit. Like if somebody was like, what's your secret little fucking song? I'd be like this instantly. I'd play it because it's in my shit. Uh, but I listen to all kinds of stuff. I listen to Kings of Leon. I listen to fucking Mumford Sons, Michael Jackson. I listen to Architects. I listen to fucking uh, just uh, country. I fucking, you know, I, I, I like, I'm a emotional, uh, unstable kind of musician. So like, it's not about like a certain kind of music. It's just about my emotions. I'm really selfish and I just want to, you know, so I can the music just caters to me in a sense. Hip hop, I fucking like. I like so much shit. Prof, you hear this dude? Prof, this hip hop. Yes, I was like jamming the, the whole time I was getting ready. That's what I was listening to. He's fucking wild. Wild, and how he just makes me laugh. You know, he makes he's, me laugh so hard. The Squad Goals video where he's dressed as Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, dude, it's so good. So so fucking good, dude. Yeah. So I'm I'm on all over. I'm like all over the board. I, like I never, it. I mean, Pantera like got me into drums and shit. You know, my brother took me to my first concert. It was Pantera, Anthrax, Cold Chamber, Scrape, 97, 98, San Jose Event Center. And that's when like, I was like, oh shit, fuck. Like the electricity, the spark, the family, the camaraderie. Like, I was like, oh my God, those are like boys up there. They're like, a group of fucking friends that are just, it was intoxicating. Fuck the fame and fuck all the dumb shit. It was that fucking spark. I saw just all this fucking electricity. I was like, I gotta fucking do that. And so I went out and I bought some Gibraltar Avenger 2 double bass pedals. And I got the fucking Danmark metal fucking uh, bass drum clickers. And I got the fucking Danmark wooden red beaters. And I was Benny Paul uh every day for fucking a year i lived in a trailer park and uh, we got kicked out of there twice twice of the same trailer park yeah because they thought if they moved us into a backside like they were really cool they tried to accommodate my uh drumming playing but yeah they, they tried to move us to a, a further away place but the, it just cut through everything it was really obnoxious oh my god your mom is a saint my mom is a fucking beast and told them to shove it up their ass every single time they'd fucking come over. It was fucking, yes. she wouldn't even let him get to the door before she was like, yeah, you just fuck up. You know, he's, he's still got about another half hour, you know, she was paying, you know, like, yeah, hell yeah. She was fucking big into it. My first concert was in, in high school, uh, covering raining blood. And she was like the big, the, the whole reason I got the song was because she fucking made sure those people never came. Never could have disturbed my slumber. Dude, fuck yeah. Hats off to all the moms out there that right. support and encourage and stick up for their little ones. Mm -hmm. Let's talk yeah. about uh, selling your soul and if you've done this already or if you would. In the I'm trying to. So if anybody knows where I can fucking sell this thing, I'm, I'm ready. I'm on the line. I've, I've been looking, I bought some Bitcoin, I bought some EFT in case I have to trade any of these things along, you know, like, but no, I, I unfortunately that wasn't an option because you know, if it is, somebody fucking tell me, please, for the love of fucking God. Uh, no, I didn't sell my soul. I, you know, it was networking. The whole thing was fucking networking uh, and just, it was who you knew, like 
uh, and not what I knew. I pretend to know fucking nothing. I think that's the best. I had these like rules on tour. Smile more, think less, and always look for money on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's great, actually. And, and if you fucking do that, think less. Because so many people, well, I think you should, and I think this, and I fucking shut that shit up. Just go ahead and do one of these. Get your fucking job done. And while you're doing your job, just go ahead and look for some money on the floor because I have found so much fucking money on the floor, it's uncanny. So, but yeah, no soul selling, uh, just keeping my name, networking with some real cool fucking musicians. Chase Breckenden, my homie, my boy, my brother, uh, fellow drummer. You know, like a lot of people say, you shouldn't befriend another musician in the same field as you because they're looking for that same gig. Uh, and I felt like, we were just bros and without him, I wouldn't have been able to push off. And without me, he wouldn't have been able to push off. It was a good push off each other. Uh, so do not discourage or discredit your fellow fucking uh, percussionist or bass player or whoever, because you never know where they're fucking, they might not want something. You know, yeah. then they kick it out to you. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, I think it's like good to kind of keep your like connections and your circles like, to have like a little bit of everybody whether mm -hmm. they play bass or drums or whatever because you never know when you need to need, reach out to somebody for some advice or so they yep. can play the gig for you or whatever um, yeah a filling a reliable filling is a fucking commodity you know it makes sure that you can go back if you yeah. have like something you, you can't make it you've got a wedding you fucking stick a, a solid dude in there. It's like, oh, well, you know, you came from Justin. You did a great job. Thank you. And then usually you get to, you get the gig back. But unless he did really fucking good. And then, <laughs> then, yeah, break his fucking then, he takes, then he takes it from you. <laughs> and that's when you crush him by the fucking face. You know, you face palm him and you just, ah, you son of a bitch. You're dead. <laughs> what have you heard of? Did you hear that the Mars Volta is coming out with like a 17 disc LP um, box set? 17 vinyls. Really? Yeah. Is it that going to be with Thomas Pritchett on the kit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't That's know. OG. He's the OG uh, Mars Volta drummer. I wonder who they'd the have brother? playing. What's that? Is he the brother? Is he one of the brothers? No, 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 no. He's a fucking prodigy this guy is just a nutcase he's on all the first shit on all the first mars volta stuff and then i think they got a few other guys dave elich elich uh fucking monster of a drummer but thomas bridget just crushed the whole world with that first album those first fucking couple albums you know dude yeah i saw them um in san antonio and they were fucking out of control. Like, cause the guy's tiny. The lead singer is tiny. Yeah. Go like this. He's like this big. He's so <laughs> tiny, but his hair is really big, you know, but he's just like a force. And then the drummer, he gets up and throws his fucking hi-hat and the stand in the fucking crowd. And people are like fighting to get like pieces off of it. I'm like, dude, anybody could have died, got decapitated. They don't give a fuck. Give me the fucking symbol. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's fan passion right there they don't care about themselves they just care about what you can give them uh looney says what's up by the way looney uh john theodore is the og Prigid came after oh yeah sorry john theodore fuck eeks 
<laughs> yes, John. John's the fucking shit. I wonder if they'd have him on it. God damn, I fucking totally skipped that dude. It's because Thomas is like a, a pretty forceful guy. Uh, he's all over my Instagram too. But uh, yeah, other other dude is the fucking man. Oh my god. That first album is the shit. First album is the best album of so that good. whole genre. Yeah, so it's just so it's fucking different than anything else. I couldn't really describe it to you know compare it to anything. Um, let us talk a little bit about tour and OTEP and what those days were like and what some of the tours were like and where like places you got to visit and all the good stuff. Uh, I got to see Australia and Mexico, uh, Europe. Fuck, like, I don't even know. Well, I went to Europe a second time. Really, it was a lot of states. Uh, the first tour was supposed to be like a, like a ending tour in 2013. She was kind of hanging up the hat. Uh, so those fucking shows were massive, man. Like, those were some, some serious shows. Uh, with the torch carried on, we kept on going uh, seven, six years, uh, six years. I think Ari was nine years. I was the longest drummer of 12. Wow. Hold the record. <laughs> longest consecutive drummer. Yeah. Did you get like an award, some ribbon, trophy? I should have. I should have gotten a fucking award. I got an the award was uh, the experience and the time. Uh, fuck, dude. I my I I made a, a friendship that will never will stand the test of time. Ari, 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 Aristotle, my fucking brother, <laughs> my man, my compadre, my mentor, uh, my guitar player, Drew. I, I you know I made some real uh, lasting friendships. I met so many fucking bands. I was able to pass a lot of good information on to a lot of up and coming bands. Uh, the shows were awesome. The fans are something else. Uh, it was uh, intoxicating. It was cool because I was one of them. And, and anybody will tell you that. I was always in the crowd. I was at every show. I never segregated myself. I was fucking right there. I was shaking hands, throwing down. I was bringing hella fucking trees with me and smoking motherfuckers out all around the fucking globe, you know, and just <laughs> spreading compassion. And like, I, I never wanted there to be a a barrier between me and you because there is never one i'm not i'm fucked dude i was I'm, I'm a nobody you know and a lot of people feel that way so or not like i'm a nobody we are all nobody you know so somebody's that kind of i steer away from like oh you you want to be you're somebody you know wow okay cool fuck you you know i'll just stick with the nobodies i'll stick with the with the cool kids the kids who love music the kids who fucking like to party have a good time like to laugh like to fucking dance don't give a fuck, you know, just be free spirit. And, and those were a lot of those fans. Uh, so it was really cool. And I, I learned a lot because I'm, I, I have a small upbringing. Uh, I would say very conservative upbringing. So to get a taste on her level, uh, to see some of the things that she had to go through really opened up my eyes uh, and, and definitely made me a better person for sure. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. Uh, took a lot of the fucking fog out of my my vision as to who is what and what is who, you know, because fuck, dude, we're ra we're all raised a certain way. It's not that I, I fucking wanted to. It was just the, the way that I was watered as a plant. Uh, 
and it was really nice that she uh she and the fans just broke that and made it comfortable and cool and it was a home for a very long fucking time man it was not a it's not an easy thing to 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 have go away at all um how did you actually get the opportunity to for that spot that's how you (laughs) my boy chase that's why you keep him around you keep those drummers around so yeah he he was drumming and then he took butcher baby so no he was doing he's doing butcher babies now he went for fuck some band it's on goddamn tosh.0 uh as the fucking uh, what's in your body band? There's like, what's in your body? What's in your body? It's all these guys dressed like fucking war. Uh, I can't remember the fucking name, but he went to that and they they did like, a, like the first tour was all uh, mayhem. So they were like the opening of Metal Mayhem tour that hit all the fucking pretty sick places. So he was like, dude, I'm, 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 I'm done with this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take off if you would like to try here's your opportunity. So I sent, uh, they got my info. They contacted me. I sent a video of playing trick, uh, and ghost flowers. And then I met up with them. I met up with Otep and, and, uh, and Mike at a Starbucks. And I knew instantly, uh, that we were going to click just fine. She's very, uh, she's very, She demands, which is beautiful, especially as a as a person that you're working for. Uh, so there was discipline in this. There was there, it was a great uh, a great opportunity and a great learning experience that for sure only allowed me to flourish into the next opportunity. Um, I, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the opportunity that you just had when you went down to LA. We kind of talked about it before we went live and you've been working on a new project with some other people. Can we talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. just doing hip hop. So I got into some hip hop stuff. A, a good friend of mine, Sam King, he's taking me on tour with him and his punk rock band called Get Dead. They're on Fat Records, fucking sick, amazing band. They do like acoustic stuff. It's real, it's, it's bad. It's like fucking just, wily party fucking punk rock dude it's it's rugged awesome so he took me out uh to canada my first time uh and then like me and him started this like hip-hop thing called tercel uh and it and over the time we started sending each other beats sending each other stuff and then just recently he was like hey i'm gonna go to la for a few days and we're gonna go to this fucking cool studio and work with some serious people and i was like oh sick bro and he's like yeah i want you to come down and make some fucking beats and I was like, fucking on the one, two, send it. <laughs> fucking, fucking turn with the best of them. And I never have. So I was just selling the fucking lie. You know what I mean? I was going to learn on the spot. I got out YouTube. I'm learning all this shit. I'm like, okay, the D4 on the seven. Okay, cool. That's the best thing about YouTube. I swear to God. If we had that when we were like growing up. Yeah, I would have been a prodigy at nine years old too. YouTube. That's what I'm fucking telling people. You got it so easy. I had to read books that I didn't even understand. I'm fucking like, what is the quarter note? I'm just fucking wailing this motherfucker to shit right now. Let's go. You know, like. Yeah, I've played what I felt. That's how they that's how people got feel. Now people are playing what they read and they see, and it's all fucking staccato. It's like just 
it's perfect great your fucking hits are perfect but there's no feel there's no finesse everyone sounds the fucking same there's a matt halpern times a million motherfuckers right now you know like there's no individualism and no vocabulary because of fucking youtube because you can literally slow down YouTube to its minuscule, to its fucking finite, and figure out every single hit that I just fucking played, you know? It's like, you're not supposed to learn that shit. Just figure it out as close as you can, and then add your own feel. And you've heard it, you heard it here first, folks. If you want to be as badass as this motherfucker, don't learn from YouTube. <laughs> Well, no, I, from this conversation. <laughs> you're probably way better, but your feel sucks. So, you know, <laughs> you're probably way better. You know a lot more, I guarantee you. I don't know what a flamadoodle, triple fucking ratty cue is, you know, like, good for you. Uh, I don't know the patty flaw flaw on the fucking two and the four, you know. Uh, I just, you know, oh, you hit the fucking E on the seven. Fucking great. I'll just hit it right now, too. Bing. I didn't know that was the seven, but I hit it, right? Cool. <laughs> um, okay, so you taught yourself how to do the dig digital drums. You sent those off, and then what do you? And so we had Chetsky. Chetsky's an up and coming rapper. We had Tumex. These are all like really underground badass. Chetsky's a fucking beast. And then we had Sam King. Uh, all spit rhymes, spit verses over these things. They're it's it's basically uh, it's like a video game uh, beat. Yeah. It's super, and it even has some like samples from a uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and shit. Each each fighter gets a uh, round one. You know, it's that fucking. It's that first lyricist. Round two, it's the next lyricist. You know, finish him. The last one, it's fucking sick. And these dudes are just next level fucking lyricists, dude. Like I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. I guess you know you they got it in a phone. They're putting their shit in there and they're fucking typing it in. I'm like. They're walking around pacing like fucking ADD Adderall kids, you know, just <laughs> boom, 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 jump, jump. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm just trying to smoke this weed. But then they came back in. They're just like, motherfucker, shit, and fucking beat your motherfucker. Gotta kill a motherfucker if you fucking do the shit. And they're like, doing this and shit. And fucking, the hell, it, I'm like, what does that do for you? Oh, it, it allows my verses to, I'm like, wave? Yeah, so they do this. I'm gonna motherfucker gonna sit a motherfucker gonna get the shit a motherfucker shit. I gotta run the fuck out, you know. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys want to fucking rap, make sure you do the, the mic. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. important. Yeah, it's important. Happen. Every one of them did it. Everybody Every at home that's watching, I hope you guys are all participating at home. And this also helps with a lot of other things too. Jazz hands. No. <laughs> what is that Molly, what does she do molly shannon yeah. for a superstar, superstar. yeah superstar <laughs> 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 what a fucking weird thing to put in a movie why 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 not here's what? another one here's another weird thing oh, I'm going yes. <laughs> napoleon happy hands what? I've never done Damn, I feel like I'm on a fucking acid trip or I'm doing really good bird over here. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker might fly away right now. <laughs> hey, if anybody needs a stunt double bird fucking flyer, I'm here. <laughs> Call me. My number's still the same. 911. 
Wow, uh, I see you practice that a lot. Apparently, yeah, I, I didn't even know I did. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do this one too. He looks... I've been practicing that. That's no, something uh, that people used to do, I guess. Can you do it? Hold on, I have, I have this one. You're, I can't, what are you? Hold on, it's... it's... <laughs> it looks a little weird. It's like so you put your mouth on that. Yeah. That's very. Have you ever tried that with a uh, two pieces of grass? Of grass? Yeah. yeah. That I can do it with the grass, but I can't do it with that. Yeah, it's like a a train horn. Yeah. I don't know. I've been practicing it. That would be useful, like at the strip club. Is that useful for? That's how you call the strippers over. Exactly. Oh. Actually, I just go like this. Hey! <laughs> Hurry! God, I'm finally here. Fuck! Pay attention to me. And then you fall asleep. You had a pretty good question you wanted to ask him before. <laughs> Do you want to ask him? Yes. All right, so for all these aspiring um, band aids and penny lanes out there, <laughs> what is your advice to them? <laughs> For the all the aspiring people, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Stay in school. Get a real job. Listen to your fucking parents. Run away. Get it. Oh God, get an education. Don't fuck around. There's no money here. You're fucking. If you think you're getting paid, you're gonna go viral. You're better off in NFT, Bitcoin, everything else. Study computers. That cryptocurrency is taking off right now, huh? NFT, NFT coins. NFT art, start fucking buying it. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about it's gonna that. all these artists. Kings of Leon just came out with the NFT fucking rec, uh, uh, CD. You think they're just fucking around? That's a big money band right there. You think they're just fucking around, Kings of Leon? No, no, no. They got fucking big business management behind them, making big business moves. They're the first band to do it. Smart as fuck. Freaking crazy. So what is that? What is what does that mean? Uh, we're about to see a new currency. So it, I think, I think though NFT caps at $21 million. So you can't go above it. I don't really know the whole thing. I'm just kind of getting into it a little bit, but. Uh, okay. Will you teach it on your OnlyFans? Maybe that's also a course that you can offer. I'll take it. <laughs> How to trade cryptocurrency. The people want to know. Yes, I should. You are right. I should NFT trading, and then I can get all the NFTs that everyone fucks up with. I just got all this just collecting. But no, if anybody's trying to do music, be your fucking self. Don't worry about what the other person's doing. Don't look at the other person. Be yourself. Turn the fucking TV off. Turn the fucking YouTube off. Don't emulate a goddamn person. Find your own. You be you. Be original. Be weird. Be spontaneous. If you're fucking intense, be fucking intense. Who gives a fuck? We're in a fucking free world where we can be whatever the fuck we want. So if you're going to do fucking music, do music as you and not some other motherfucker. Don't emulate fucking Thomas Pridgett or Victor fucking Wooten. Listen to them for sure. Let them influence you, but fucking toss them aside at some point and show your own fucking true inner self, man. Like that's all you can do because there's so much fakery, fuckery, 
money, greedy, stupid fucking hair in the drain. I hate it. I want to drain all these motherfuckers so hard. Tell us how you it's, really feel, Justin. It's fucking. <laughs> Sorry, there's a bug in here. Son of a bitch. He's like fucking Mothra. Godzilla, help me. Oh, yeah. the fucking drum set. <laughs> oh man! Um, I'm fucking this son of a bitch. <laughs> we lost. We lost Justin, guys. <laughs> we lost him to the mall. <laughs> I found him. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really uh, you're gonna do it. Just be yourself. Be authentic. I think it's find great. some crazy shit. Do some crazy things. No. You better be real fucking unique too, because uh. Everything's already been done. Shit. <laughs> it's true. It's hard to like, you have to really be able to set yourself apart from everybody else mm -hmm. um, and continually reinvent yourself um, to really make it. Um, I know one thing or one band or musician that we both really like um, is Amigo the Devil. Oh, yeah. So for all of you at home that may not know who Amigo the Devil is, he's a... Um, his genre is called horror folk. Um, yeah, and so he writes, all his music is basically about like really grotesque things and killing people and serial killers and shit. It's not up everybody's um, alley. But what I love about this guy so much is I saw him at a backyard party here in Santa Cruz and he had his banjo, you know, and he's playing his music or whatever and everybody's around him and he like, you know, walks off where he was. Everybody follows him everybody he's so intense and mesmerizing every single fucking person that was at the party followed him out into this like field it's like black you know there's no fucking light out there and you know but it was so that's the kind of you know he's so different nobody else is doing that there's not i mean maybe there are other horrible musicians yeah. i don't know but he's certainly it's the fan interaction exactly it's just being the same fucking person be fucking you a hundred percent you there's no reason to get a fucking ego. I've, I've met some people, dude, where I'm just, I'm fucking baffled at where they, I'm proud of them. Like they've succeeded there. I know some, huh, but disappointed as a friend because of who they changed into or who they became or who they fucking looked at me because I stayed the same, you know, because I didn't grow into a fucking family or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. You know, it's like, you just see some fucking changes in people. So just be yourself 100% all the way through. It's fucking great. Talent is not necessarily needed. You could do anything in music. There's a fucking gaffer. There's a production agent. There's a fucking videographer. There's a goddamn dude who hangs up props. There's a fucking guy who cooks. There's a toilet cleaner. You want to clean shit up? Fucking Michael Jackson shoes. You could probably do that. You know, like there's so, people are just so stuck with this. I got to play fucking drums. I got to be a fucking guitar player. I got to be a fucking singer. I got to be in the band. You know, I got to me, you know, the fucking most common used word right now is fucking I, 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 I want, I need, I phone, I fuck, I fucking pad all this bullshit. Fuck that. Just if you can even be a part of the fucking scene, if that's what you want, if that's what you want, just be a part of the scene. I told the fucking dudes, I called so many bands. I will fucking jerk you. I literally told them, I will jerk you off. I will, I will fucking do your laundry. I told everybody, I'll be your fucking sandwich maker. I cook. I was barbecuing. I taught, dude, when I was on the road with OTEP, I taught so many fucking up and coming bands, the rules of the fucking road. 
You do not eat McDonald's. You do not eat this bullshit. You buy yourself a fucking barbecue and you cook right there. It's way cheaper, you know? We were fucking doing huge barbecues, inviting fucking people, all the... Lorraine wants to do a barbecue. Uh, she's saying back here she misses barbecuing in the van. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember back in, what was it? It was San Antonio, it was Mudvayne and a couple other bands. And they, I remember walking up and they had a whole barbecue going on. And I was like, this is how you do it. This it's is how you do it. Amazing. And then I'll and it just, about- it brings in the camaraderie. It brings yeah. in like other bands. It, it just allows, Yeah. it allows for something beautiful to happen magic oh my god so many beautiful things happen that night so many beautiful things beautiful what's up weed what's up uh we got reggae lou in the house he says free tugs question mark yeah exactly i mean hey so i offered laundry service i offered anything because there was no job too fucking small i wanted to be a part of the scene i lost my train of thought there for a second sorry i just wanted to be a part of the scene so i called everybody i knew i didn't need to be a fucking drummer you know, I knew I was good in business, so I knew I could handle tour managing, and that was what I wanted to. But I would have fucking done laundry. I would have done anything I could. I would have done anything I could to continue being in the scene. And I I will still continue. I'm, I'm not fucking done. You're going to see this motherfucker still going. <laughs> I ain't done. You know, like, but I chose, I'm, there's no job too small. If you want to be in music, there's no job too small. Well, Justin, I honestly think that that actually works with anything in life and any type of career because people have, like you were saying, the ego, you know, you know, they want to do something, but they're afraid to start at the bottom. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I think it's great that you promote that and you're like, just get in there, put your foot in the door, meet the people that you need to meet. And then you get opportunities like what you did. And I think that's exactly, I come from humble ass beginnings. Me and my mom used to fucking pick up cans and shit in order to go to San Francisco zoos and stuff. We'd go around the fucking neighborhood on recycling day and we'd steal all your fucking cans and you fucking ain't right. Then we'd take it to the recycling center and that would pay for our trip. Oh, we you were fucking dumb- took to my can the other day. Ah, oh, okay. I mean, you're talking many moons ago. I, 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 I you see a little bit more since then. I don't have to, I still recycle though. I'm still recycling. I just don't have to go through people's garbages anymore. But yeah, when you come from something small, I think it's, and, and ego is a motherfucker. People get this in their head that I have to be management material. I have to, you know, if you like fucking cooking burgers, being the burger prepper is just as good as being the burger fucking flipper. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's do you enjoy, yeah, it's what do you want to do? It's what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. The music scene was what I enjoyed. It wasn't the fucking rock star shit. I enjoyed hanging out with fans, being with people intermingling with fucking like-minded dudes and, and chicks and meeting musicians. Oh, fuck, I got to... It was just beautiful. And, Who was your and... favorite musician that you got to meet that you were just like, you kind of fangirled over? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Vinny <laughs> Paul. fangirl moment. Vinny Paul. Vinny Paul, 100%. Uh, yeah. He I showed mean, up to a fucking show. He was album. at the goddamn show watching me up in the fucking top. It was, I was, I was fucking, yeah. Uh, Vinny Paul. Vinny Paul was my fan girl. I fucking met him. Dude, I was, I'll never forget this shit for the, until I fucking die. I'm at a weight room. Otep, Ari, we're doing our fucking shit. We're all working out because you work out on the fucking road, man. Keep yourself in shape. Otherwise, you fucking deteriorate. Some people just don't understand how hard that fucking life is. Yeah. 
we're fucking at this place. And next thing you know, uh, Eric Tightsinger, who was the first band that I, I, or first bass player that I played with in OSEP, he calls me up and he's like, dude, we're at this fucking bar. Benny Paul and all the hell yeah guys are sitting across from us. Oh, right hell now. yeah, I love those guys. Dude, and so I'm, I like fucking drop whatever uh, I'm doing and I get in a fucking cab and I, and next thing you know, I'm like in this same bar and it's us and fucking hell yeah dudes. Uh, it's Mikey. Mikey's like still to this day one of my fucking homies, my brothers, my my man. And and friendship goes, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I gotta be friends with the fucking big dude. Mikey's the fucking bus driver. Mikey's the fucking was the best part of that whole experience. The fucking dude, my I fell in love with this man. You know, I had a great time with all the other guys too. Yeah. But the fucking dude I had a blast with was the fucking bus driver. Bro, anyway. Okay. It was the shit, but I fangirled fucking so hard and like I got my picture and like, yeah, God, yeah. I kept it all inside. I kept it bottled up. I was like, you know, what's up, Benny? <laughs> yeah, you cool. You know, you only inspired me to do fucking everything. It's cool, but you cool. I just got, I just got back from the gym. <sighs> <laughs> so I loved, I love to tell this story. Um, I'd went to like the record shop here in Santa Cruz and I don't think I could ever say that any I've really ever seen any of my friends on the, like a vinyl, you know, and I go and I'm looking through the vinyls and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, Zap, I was like, is that Justin? And like, you're dressed up and like, you look like you're like in a Mad Max movie or something, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck does that feel like knowing like, you know, your face is like plastered on vinyl that people can go pick up at like a local store. I guess I never even fucking thought about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. Like humbling for sure. A humbling, humbling, humbling thing, especially when people tell me about it. I just was so engulfed in the moment. You know what I mean? Like uh, that those things, like what I do remember is taking those fucking photos and as Mad Max as it looks and as fucking beautiful and hot and like Sierra desert, it was fucking 20 degrees out in the fucking desert, blowing <laughs> wind so hard. Me and Ari were just fucking shooting ice out of our nipples. It was the, dude, Ari's like working out every two seconds. It was fucking, I couldn't even believe how cold it was out in the desert in the fucking sun to take those pictures. Wow, uh, dude, that's so epic. It was cool, a great experience. Another bonding moment uh, between us. As you can tell, there was only three people on that fucking uh, album. So it really, it solidified, I felt like our bond the, it was us three for a very long time. Uh, I, I don't think that love will ever, can ever die, uh, despite you know some things. But um, yeah, it was it was just another one of those nails in the coffin. I was like, yeah, this is fucking cool as fuck. Uh, uh, I didn't really think about the like it it being out there though. I was uh, I never I don't know those things were I was just I'm playing drums, man. Yeah, you know like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, what was the thought process behind the whole Mad Max sort of like stylist um like take on it? And was that just for like that album and those music videos? Yeah, um, Generation Doom. Oh yeah, yeah, Generation yeah. Doom. That was the album. Okay. Yeah, so that fucking badass goddamn album just metal as fuck. Uh yeah, it was that it was that time, that era of Mad Max that just came out, and so that had inspired 
that look, that feel, and we were using it on stage. And so it just progressed with some, some other people, some, uh, production agents, I guess some, uh, what are they fucking clothing people? What do you call them? Outfitters? Oh, uh, uh the designers. Yeah. No. Designer. Yeah. Whatever you guys, you design the clothes. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. Um, it was, it was Mad Max. It was right around that time. And then it was a heavy ass album. Uh, so she wanted it to be dark and taken back, secluded, isolated, very dirty, very generation doom. I love it. Um, I just have to, I kind of have, I'm reading the best comment I think I've ever received um, in the lifetime of this show. And we're on our 47th show tonight. Um, Craig Sonricker. <laughs> Do you know who this Craig is? I no. might. Oh my God, he says, this would be so much cooler if everybody would just say the word fuck a little more often. <laughs> Sorry, Craig, I got a, I got a fucking potty mouth. Did I say wow. <laughs> Especially when I get like excited, I'm fucking there, bro. I'm just like, oh fuck, that's why I don't have kids, Craig. I have no kids. I don't, I can't be around kids. Like all my friends who have kids, no, don't fucking bring Justin here because that word is fucking flying man Woo! yeah i taught my um friend's son motherfucker on accident and i'm like oh no no don't repeat that like that is not appropriate so i really tried to like watch my mouth but it's like the sunshine show so here we say whatever the fuck we want to say yeah. it's sunshine sunshine and roses <laughs> fuck yeah oh wow yeah i do i do swear a lot Lindsay says I have three kids and say fuck like it's D. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. I love it. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question that I like to ask a lot of my guests. If you could pick any five musicians, dead or alive, to throw a dinner party for, who would those musicians be and what would you serve them? Oh, so I have to choose. Five musicians, dead or alive. <clears throat> And you're gonna cook them some food, or I guess you could order out. Some people have ordered like, um, what is that burger place? In and out. Some people have ordered In and Out before. Nah, that's too fucking basic. Um, some guy had his wife was gonna make gumbo. Mm. This that's one cool. chick was making curry. Like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different options. Five people that I'd want to eat dinner with. Musicians, five musicians, dead or alive. Dead or alive. But he's rolling a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a second. <laughs> no, you know what's fucking funny? Uh, is I'd fucking give my <laughs> right fucking leg to eat dinner with my fucking dudes and fire from the gods right now. But if we're getting on some like next level uh, tier, uh, all-star fucking team. But if I could, I would, my fucking right arm to hang out with my five dudes and fire from the guts. Uh, those dudes are fucking something else. Just a, a fucking, if anybody is looking for something inspirational, uplifting, if they're a part of the times, they're a part of spreading positivity. They're just part of spreading a positive fucking message. They're not these fucking, uh, they're not egos, man. And it's beautiful to work with them. And it inspires me to be better. The fucking lyrics put me 
I came back from uh, Europe. My, I got my face lit on fire in an altercation. What? I had uh, my fucking, yeah, I had some real shit happen to me. You know, my, my dog died in my arms. I had this chick fucking that I was really into just crush me. I had a lot of, like, it was, I didn't get fucking a break for a second. You know, the OTEP thing happened. So my life just went fucking down. And I was drinking until the point where, like, basically not a good thought process where I was hoping that this fucking booze would maybe sit me in front of a fucking speeding car, you know, I just fucking end it. And then uh, I started listening to these guys more and I, I just, it pulled me out of a fucking spot where like I was, and then I got to work with them. And then it like, you know, that new album came out, all these things. Uh, so what they've done for me, I, I can't thank them enough or I can't uh, speak good enough about them. So for my five, uh, I would definitely eat with them. But if I'm doing an all-star thing, it, it'd be like fucking Prince, Vinnie Paul. Uh, fuck, who's the fucking OGs, man? Who's the fucking Gs? I have to, Prince, I, dude, I'd probably sit Michael Jackson in there too. Uh, do a little, do a, uh, pick that man's brain. Yeah, Buddy Rich. I'd have to, I, I definitely want to fucking listen to a little bit of that gentleman. And who the fuck knows, man? Fifth person? Let's go Victor Wooten since it's a bass player. Oh. That was like my first experience watching a bass. Tell your right bluegrass festival eating mushies just mushed out of my fucking gore at like 15. Hey, Victor Wooten's just up there fucking big old teeth and big old hands and shit. I'm like, am I fucking that high right now, bro? This guy's... No, he's actually doing it. And what would I cook in my fucking cooking barbecue? Yeah. Ribs and fucking feed some boys. You know what I mean? Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> He oh, sounds like he's from Texas. Yeah, uh, you're actually born and raised California, right? Born, raised California. Uh, Colorado. I guess you could say raised Colorado. You say whatever. I'm a vagabond of fuckery. A vagabond of fuckery. Can we make you a shirt that says vagabond of fuckery? Oh you totally could. I'd wear it right now. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna make that happen because here at the Sunshine Show, we make things happen. Make a wish. Um, so what do you think you'll be going back out on the road at some point with the band? Yes. And as tour manager, what does that entail exactly? Uh well shit. <laughs> a fucking lot. So basically you plan the day. You park the driver. You have to get things situated the night before with staff. So all depending, you get coordinates to the next venue. You get bus um, parking. You get to know like about showers and all these things. So you fill out a day sheet. Uh, you hang that fucking day sheet up. <laughs> and then, you know, you... <laughs> Most tour managers have to do like uh, some pre-booking and stuff. I have it pretty fucking easy where basically I just do a lot of running around. So if the guys need stuff, I fucking help them. I'll bring shit on stage. I'm like the 
all around her. And then I plan the days. I have to settle with the, the people at the end of the night. Uh, I send all of the receipts. I have to collect all the receipts, all the spending stuff. I have to keep track of all that. Um, and then I have to keep track of my guys. Is that the hardest part is keeping up with the guys? Sometimes the guys have to keep up with me. Ah. <laughs> Sober me just went hard as fuck, dude. Oh man, so sick. <laughs> Sober me was going hard. I was fucking, yeah, wow. Those guys were partying and I was like right next to them. Yeah. Fucking God, I'm sober. You want a drink? No, nah, I'm fucking want some water. And like, <laughs> oh, and party with dance. Yeah, uh, sometimes you got to rally some dudes up. You know, I've had to rally some guys up, but those dudes are fucking pretty professional. Uh, I'm, I got pretty lucky. I got pretty lucky. I've heard some fucking horror stories. You know, I'm pretty lucky. I get pretty lucky. I think one of my like <clears throat> classic bar stories that I tell. Um, is I was playing in San Marcos and uh, I walked into the bathroom and there's this girl and she's naked and there's blood everywhere and oh she's God. passed the fuck out. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck did I just walk into? Well, she like had a one piece romper on. And I guess when she like got finished taking a piss, she like stood up and tried to pull her romper up. She tripped over the romper, fell and hit her head on the fucking tile sink and like passed out with a huge gash in her head. And then when I get the bitch up and like wake her up, she's like fucking Looney Tunes and she's running away from me. I'm like, bitch, I'm just trying to help you. Like put your fucking clothes on. Sunshine, why are you telling people my story? Wild, you know, do you have any stories like that, Justin? Yeah, rompers, instantly insanity. You, you can just put those two, you know, you're fucking nuts. You want a romper? You're a crazy psycho fucker. <laughs> you deserve everything you got, you know? Oh, you ate that? Yep, I'm gonna leave you there. Back to my tinkle on you. Uh, yeah, I've seen some fucking crazy shit, for sure. Uh, I don't know, fuck, dude. I've walked into, not playing the fucking Taj Mahal's around the fucking world. You know what I mean? I'm playing some fucking pretty cool, dingy fucking places where I've walked in and just half naked dudes are fucking full face in the toilet, puking all over their fucking selves. I've had some shit happen to me too, where I'm taking a shit inside these fucking toilets and there's no goddamn fucking stall. It's just an open fucking policy, open door policy. Oh, <laughs> hey, aren't you the fucking, you want a new fucking drummer? Dude, let me get a, let me get a fucking pick. Let me get a fucking pick. Fuck, I'm, you can see my shit, basically. You can, if you look down right now, you know, fuck, man, little privacy. Can I get a couple squares of fucking TV? I ran out, come here. But, you know, I've seen my boy Ari. He was used as a a cocaine blockade. We were walking to go get some food, and these dudes like came up behind us, and, and he was like, "Hey, can you guys wait, wait, wait a minute?" And he just walked up, and my dude's fucking just huge, and like he sneaks up behind my guy, and he fucking breaks out a little bump, and he sniffs it behind my dude. He says, "God bless you," and then he walks away. I was like, "Fuck, dude." Who the fuck would do this dude is not like a small man in any way, shape, or form. And he's like fucking Greek. So he has like the hate fucking neck and shit, you know? Like you I, I would just stay away. It's not an open door policy. Oh man, that's fucking funny. I uh I just, go ahead. I saw a fucking person get the fucking 
absolute worst beating I've ever seen in my life in Detroit. I felt so bad. Ari had to pick me up because I'm not, I'm not, a, I, I'll fucking fight for my goddamn anybody, you know, anybody who's, I don't give a fuck and that's stupid. Don't do it. It's fucking dumb. I'm like, let's go fuck these. You can't do that, man. Cause it's like three people and they're kicking this person. And, and it was like so violent. I've never seen something so crazy in my life. Detroit, right across from fucking Harpo's. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, you got good pizza, but you're fucking crazy, man. Like insane. And they're just, there's like a chick and she's stomping with her fucking heels and stuff. The dudes are kicking them. They finally leave them. Ari carries me behind Harpo's into the fucking bus. And I'm like still at the front of the bus. You know, he's like, you better fucking not go out there. I'm like, dude, I just want to make sure he's okay. Come on, man. Like fucking. And I'm like looking out, dude. And I swear to God, like when he gets up, he, he, he has to pull himself up on a fence. He's just fucking leaking. Like it was the worst thing. It was so, so heartbreaking. I've seen people try to fucking climb up uh, stages, huge 12 feet stages and just fucking smack. Oh, oh, go to you. Are you okay? You sleeping? What, uh, what's the craziest thing that a fan has done to like get either like your attention or maybe like any one of the band? Like, is there a funny story you could give us? I never had like, I mean, my, my first, yeah. Okay. So this fucking chick left her bra on the bus. She, her and her friend left the bra on the bus, 2013. Barbie. <laughs> I'm, you, it's you, hon. I still, I still remember you. And so I fucking had, I had, it had a phone number in it, you know? Otep was getting all kinds of fucking stuff. And it, of course it was addressed to her, but I was like, yeah, this is me. I'm taking this, you know what I mean? <laughs> Woohoo! I, she didn't give a shit. She never cared about that. You know, she wasn't, she's not into fans. She's into keeping it humble. And so are we, and we, all of us. And that's why it was, it was a good collaboration because none of us wanted to, like take advantage of the fans or do any of this weird shit. Just keep it all humble. Keep the fucking the positivity going and 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 basically spread the word of fucking you know uprising people in lower spirits or lower fucking places. But uh, fuck that just took me. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. We we're talking about the brawl on the bus with the phone number. Yeah. So she. Thank you. Smoked too much weight. So she fucking <laughs> hangs. Her and her friend hang the bra on the goddamn bus. I have Eric Tightsinger. I take my shirt off. I'm like, yeah, I take this fucking shirt off. And I put the bra on, right? And I fuck, I got a smile. It's probably posted on my Instagram. And I fucking got a smile on it. And I'm all, and I send it to her, you know? <laughs> Boom. I fucking send it to her. And, and uh, it actually started what a, a very beautiful friendship, uh, which is fucking, yeah, she like, she couldn't fucking believe it. Uh, it was a wholesome, not really, there was never anything super crazy, like people fucking doing nutty shit. I've had some people like find me in a Walmart before and they turn out to be really good friends, you know, later on. I, I, it was never like these crazy fangirl fanboy moments where like you, you felt threatened, you know, like it was always just humble and, and awesome. And when I was in the fucking Walmart trying to find dry shampoo, you know, Sarah and Becca, who became real good friends later, they like came over and fangirled lightly, you know, traded real thin, and then helped me get the fucking uh, dry shampoo. They they pointed me out in the right direction, you know. So it was always it was always super humbling and, and just very sincere and 
Do you have a favorite venue that you played at? I mean, fuck, DNA Lounge is sick. The Norva is fucking amazing. Uh, where is my favorite venue? Couldn't name something off the bat, no. Yeah, Machine Shop, 100%. Flint, Michigan, 100%. <laughs> Motherfucking Machine Shop. Go on ahead, get yourself a fucking best goddamn venue, best fucking staff, best fucking people, awesome motherfuckers. I love them all. Kevin's the fucking man. Mackenzie's the fucking man. All of them fucking just some great, great people. What's it, Bubba Gertz? What's up, Bubba Gertz? <laughs> Big ass song, bitch. Hope he's doing good. Fuck, those people were, those people were something else, man. And that's a fucking place, dude. If you, if you're ever in Flint, Michigan, and you do not go to the fucking machine shop, yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> it, um, it, it draws its own crowd. It's a venue that has its own crowd. That's pretty nice. That's it's fucking nice. insane. You know how many people, you know how many places have that? Zero. Zero. People go to the fucking machine shop for the machine shop. It doesn't even matter who's playing. They're like, yeah, I'll pay for you because of the environment. It's that fucking sick. Very, very cool. Um, and what is the largest crowd that you've played for? Not fest. What fest? Not fest. Probably... I'd say it started off as a couple hundred and then wound up like 10,000 kids out there. Wow. Absolute fucking insanity. Insanity. Craziest shit. Craziest fucking crowd. Craziest vibes. Craziest. We fucking outdrew every band on that stage. And it was, it was, it was intoxicating. Every one of us were fucking on fire, just burning this motherfucker to that torch. She had fucking fake blood shooting it out in the fucking crowd. No one stood a chance playing after this band, dude. It was fucking rat. And the crowd never came back. It was like, you could see it online. There's some really cool footage of it. Like, fucking aerial view of just like this. It grew in its insane, insane thing. Mexico was also another place. I think there was like 5,000 kids in there. They were singing louder. It was the most intimidating stage I've ever walked across in my life. They were already like screaming most you know most people don't know the drummer or anything these kids knew the drummer they're fucking yelling at me as soon as i hit the stage and then they were singing the fucking songs so loud it was going louder than the in-ears because we all have clicks and shit you could hear the fucking crowd over the fucking in-ears man like you talk about just oh jesus christ you know you get a little fucking all oh, six to midnight real fast in the pants down there and you're it was uh it was crazy um we are gonna start wrapping this up you guys we have been on here for over an hour probably going on an hour and a half now uh we've been having a great fucking time uh i have i've lorraine my beautiful co-host and the amazing justin here who's been keeping us entertained and at the edge of our seats all night. <laughs> thanks justin you're great i appreciate you having me on here yeah what so what is what's next what can we expect to see or listen from uh fire from the gods man that's uh, that's really all i'm so also uh destrophy it all depends on what happens next me and ari are probably going to uh revamp his project he's got a solo project that he started a very long time ago beautiful fucking badass band was doing really good on xm was doing really good for a long time so we might revamp that up 
uh, it just all depends on this COVID stuff and what's going to happen next, Brent. You know, what the fucking, what's the rules? What's the regulations? What can and can't do? Neither one of us want to do like the fucking work. We've already done the work. So it's like, uh, we want to try to play festivals and, and I'm fucking 40. He's 45. We're not trying to fucking tour in vans across the gut, you know, like just a couple shows here and there. Uh, Tercel should be cracking off. And then just, yeah, the fucking, my whole thing is like fire from the gods right now. I don't care about playing drums at this point, as long as like I'm back out there with these dudes. I had some opportunities pop up from just being out there with them too. So uh, one of my biggest auditions ever in an arena. Thank you. Thank you, Fire from the Gods. That was so cool. <gasps> oh, Fire from. Okay, I'm trying to tag the band so everybody can go and follow them. Fire oh, so, from yeah. the Gods. Um, Fire from. Oh, here we go. Okay, you guys, I am putting the link in the comments. Please, everybody, go and follow Fire from the Gods so that you can know when they're releasing their new album and tour stuff and just all kinds of great stuff. Um, <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Renee, G, Lindsay, Sunshine Summer, Don McDaniel, Craig, um, Reggae, Lou, Lisa, Weege, you guys fucking rock my world. Joshua Newton, Joseph Loney. Um, thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys. I couldn't do it without you. Um, I love you all. Uh, Justin, do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> perfect all yeah. right guys uh we're gonna get out of here stay safe be kind and until next time keep rocking and rolling bye justin thank you so much all right thanks for having me